Welcome to the AHC podcast. Join us in conversation with experts, thought leaders and colourful characters in the hairdressing industry and beyond. We'll be discussing stories and ideas to inspire, educate and entertain you and most importantly, to help grow your business. If you'd like to listen to more AHC podcasts, you can find them on Spotify or Apple under the Australian Hairdressing Council. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi everyone, it's Sandy Chong here from the Australian Hairdressing Council. Now joining me to talk about e-invoicing is Natasha Bauer. The in, she's the e-invoicing small business lead at the ATO. So hi Natasha. Morning Sandy and thanks for inviting me and giving me a chance um, and the opportunity to talk to your members about e-invoicing this morning. Now I keep hearing about e-invoicing so can you explain to us what is <laughs> Absolutely, Sandy. Um, well, firstly, let me start by setting the scene. Um, so today, most small businesses send their invoices as email PDFs. That's probably something you and your members are very familiar with. This means that when you receive them, it takes you or your bookkeeper time to manually rekey or rescan that invoice data into your business accounting software. Um, those email PDFs are also vulnerable to online hackers who can intercept and change the banking details, then, of course, seeing them get away with your hard-earned cash. Now, Sandy, imagine a world where neither of these things actually happen. Um, there's no more manual rekeying the data when you receive an invoice, and there's less chance of invoicing scams, win-win all round. Instead, as a buyer, your supplier's invoices come straight into your accounting software, ready for you to check, approve and pay just as you do today. So what exactly is e-invoicing? Um, well, it's defined as the new standardised way to send and receive invoices via a secure network. And access to that secure network is built into accounting software that you're using today so that the invoice can be exchanged directly between a buyer and supplier's accounting systems. Now, it doesn't matter what um, accounting software is being used as long as it's connected to that secure network. And I'll talk about that in a moment. Um, once the e-invoice has been sent, it just shows up automatically in the receiver's accounting software, as I said, ready for you to approve, um, to check, approve and pay as you do today. And because there's no manual rekeying into systems, it makes the whole invoice process faster, more efficient and accurate. Now, many small businesses that um, I often talk to about e-invoicing um, get nervous at this point because they think with e-invoicing that the invoice is going to get paid automatically. It doesn't. E-invoicing only covers the sending and the receiving of the invoices. Um, you um, Small businesses still retain um, their control over the actual um, when invoices are actually paid. Um, so e-invoicing, it's also um, just business to business and business to government. So it just covers those transactions. It's not for uh, business to consumer um, sort of transactions. Wow. So no more email PDF invoices. 
rekeying data or leaving ourselves vulnerable to invoice scams, which I know we've actually had members who have been scammed, by the way. So that's great. So how does e-invoicing work? Well, Sandy, I think given who your audience is, I can't resist, and it's incredibly cliched, but I can't resist kicking off with L'Oreal's immortal words, now for the science bit. Um, what makes e-invoicing, the, the, the process possible, is the secure PEPL network that can be, as I said, accessed via your accounting uh, software and your supplier's accounting software. Um, the network is underpinned by the international PEPL standard. Now, standard is a bit like a common language, which in our case is PEPL, um, which is then built or the access to that secure PEPL network is built into your accounting software. So you don't need to go out and try and find it. It's already built into your software. Um, now, e-invoicing only works if both the invoice sender and receiver are connected to the PEPL network. And to connect, you have to register um, through your software, but that process is quick and easy. And as I say, it's in your software, um, and I'll cover how to do that in a moment. Um, another way just to sort of explain what it is and how it works, um, another way to look at it is it's a bit like a mobile phone network in that to make a call, um, you and the person that you're calling need a telecoms provider, um, which here in Australia is often either Optus or Telstra. And exactly the same concept applies with e-invoicing. Um, to connect to the network, you need a provider, which in our case is called an access point, um, as do your suppliers. Now, most accounting software products, um, they make the registration process simple um, as it's already part of your software. And again, I'll talk about that in a moment. So coming back to that mobile phone analogy, um, when you use your phone, you obviously use a mobile number to direct the call to the person that you're calling with. Now, with the e-invoicing, um, you actually use the ABN um, of your um, supplier or buyer to direct the invoice to the correct recipient. So in the past with emails, email PDFs, you were using an email address. Um, with e-invoicing, you will actually use um, the ABN. Now, in terms of the benefits, I just want to cover off, Sandy, if that's okay, some of the benefits of e-invoicing. So um, e-invoicing will save you and your members um, time and money. Um, as when you when you receive an e-invoice, um, as I said, you don't need to rekey um, or scan those invoices into your software um, or fix those errors. Um, that often result um, from the rekeying of that information into software. And I don't know whether you've experienced that, um, but we know that those fixing those errors takes uh, can take quite a lot of time, which inevitably delays payment. Um, and also when you send an e-invoice, you don't need to chase any missing information, overdue or lost invoices, because of course they go directly into your supplier's accounting software. Um, in terms of cost, um, our research shows that um, e-invoicing is almost three times cheaper to process than traditional invoicing. And in terms of time, it could save small businesses up to 11 days a year um, on their invoicing, which, of course, would be time better spent running or growing their business businesses or indeed spending time doing things or with people um, that they actually you know they love um, 
In, in addition, um, you'll also get paid faster potentially. So if you're sending an e-invoice, uh, you'll definitely get paid on time, if not faster, as the processing um, of the invoices will be quicker because of the fewer errors and lost invoices. I touched on the secure network. Um, when you're using e-invoicing, um, you are obviously sending that information through the secure network, which shows up automatically in your accounting software, which means you don't need to question the bank details on the um, supplier invoices that are coming through into your system. That saves you um, time not having to call your suppliers to confirm that the banking details on that invoice that you've received are actually correct. Um, not to mention saves you um, um, the financial losses if you don't check um, those, those details that you're getting through now via email and end up inadvertently um, paying those scammers that inter intercept those emails and change those banking details instead of your suppliers. Also, because you're no longer sending an email PDF, um, but instead via the secure network, um, you're going, it's going through a system that is uh, being provided by approved service providers. And this is where the ATO comes in. And often when people realize that the ATO is sort of involved with e-invoicing, they get a bit nervous as well because um, they think that the ATO is going to be able to see the data and we're going to be using it for compliance purposes. Uh, I can say hand on heart and happily that the ATO um, doesn't see the data. Um, what we do is we approve those service providers that provide that service through your, um, through your software. We ensure that those service providers are trusted entities um, and that they are indeed in adhering to security guidelines and protocols set out by the ATO. Um, again, we cannot see the data um, and um, we don't have the legislation and we don't have the infrastructure to do that. This is purely about helping small businesses become more efficient and helping to keep them safe online. Wow. So thanks, Natasha. So that all sounds great. And these benefits are the reason my own salon has started e-invoicing. Um, can you talk us through how members can get started so they can start enjoying those benefits as well? Sure. And uh, Sandy, um, I think we worked with your bookkeeper, I think, just to talk them through the, the, the three easy steps that you really need to go through. Um, the first one is really, um, as you get ready, think about how your current invoice um, processes may need to change. Um, for example, by starting to add um, your ABN, your suppliers' ABNs to your customer records, um, because, of course, the ABN is critical to directing that invoice to the correct recipient. Um, in that get ready sort of thinking, it's also a chance to review and change any approval and other processes that you can see are going to be impacted by e-invoicing. And then all you need to do is register. So if you're using an accounting software, um, the good news that is that most of them, including yours, uh, and I'm not allowed to say which one um, for commercial reasons, um, but um, uh, if you're using that software, and as I say, most of them are enabled, then all you need to do is register to connect to the network through your software. Um, and that's a quick and easy few steps that you'll be able to see as part of your software. 
Um, in terms of cost, it's usually included in your in your current ins- uh, subscription, so you're not paying anything extra um, to start using e-invoicing. Um, if you don't use software, um, there are some free and low-cost e-invoicing solutions out there, and you can visit um, our website, and I'll give you the web address, um, where we've got actually an e-invoicing product-ready page, Um, which lists all of the e-invoicing products um, that your members can choose from if they're not using um, any software. And you can find that at um, uh, ato.gov.au forward slash e-invoicing. Quick plug of of the website there. Um, And then all you need to really do is start. And I think this is something that I think you're going to be doing in the coming weeks, Andy. Um, And you really can start as as big or as small as you want to. Um, If you want to start small just to become comfortable with the process, you can invite a couple of your suppliers to also register their businesses um, with e-invoicing through their software. And then you can start sending and receiving um, e-invoices, you know, exchanging them with each other. And then when you you're comfortable you can start and um, you can tell all of your suppliers and let them know that you're now using e-invoicing and encourage them to get registered and start exchanging them with you so it's not just a case of getting registered you will need to tell your suppliers um, and your other trading partners that you um, actually prefer um, e-invoicing um, and that they should start doing it with you as well And again, all of that information um, and more is available on our website. Um, So just to summarise, I think um, some of you, Sandy, and and I don't know if you remember this, I do, I am still of that age, um, where I remember going from posting invoices to emailing them as PDFs. Um, That was new at the time. Um, And e-invoicing really is just that next step in digitally exchanging business documents like invoices, Mm -hmm. Um, which often um, sort of, I suppose another question that I often get asked um, is, do I have to do this? Is it mandatory? Um, The answer is no. At the moment, e-invoicing isn't mandatory, um, which many of your sort of begs the question um, that your members might be asking of themselves. So why would I do it if I don't have to? Um, Again, I suppose channeling my inner (laughs) L'Oreal because you're worth it. Really, there are so many cost and um, security and time saving benefits to e-invoicing. Why wouldn't you? Um, And remember, of course, you can save up to potentially 11 days a year doing other things or spending time running and growing your business. Well, so thanks so much, Natasha, for all of that information. And I know that when we chatted and when I understood the, you know, the value of the security behind invoicing and knowing that we actually have had members whose emails have been hacked And therefore, you know, they've actually paid out thousands of dollars to someone who was not, you know, the the true supplier. Um, I do see value in the invoicing and many of us in the industry have used software. And um, so it makes sense that we should register and encourage any of our suppliers or anyone who's sending us invoices to also register as well. So um, I think this is an incredible um, program that the ATO put together to look after small business and make sure that, you know, that we've got, I guess, cybersecurity strategies in place. And this is certainly one of them as well. Mm, Absolutely. 
Thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Many thanks, Sandy, and thanks to all of your members for listening.